Everyone remembers where we left last time? Yeah, we had uh, some Ur- Iraqi soldiers pointing guns at us. Yep. They were also trying to snatch up Liana. We start the scene. There is Berserk, John Doe, Liana, officer and soldiers. And uh, because uh, Bran was the last one to have the word, it's going to be Berserk here. They're going to have... What are you trying to do? I am trying to grab the guns and break them. So you want to create a hinder effect that they cannot attack? Yes. Uh, are you using any power to hinder? It looks like a six. A six to generate a minus two. So uh, describe what happens and uh, give me a name. So I'm going to grab their the barrels of their weapons. There's two of them, right? Uh, yeah, two soldiers. I grab the two soldiers, like, they're they're using, like, just rifles. And then I'm going to bend the, like, go Bugs Bunny and bend the barrels towards them. So who do you want the initiative to next? Where's the officer? They are between, uh, before, uh, behind the soldier. I'd like to see what the officer can do. The officer looks around and uh, shouts something on Arabic that uh, uh, Liana replies back. And um, they pull out again and point it towards John Doe and shoot at them. How dare they? My favorite place. So that's three damage incoming. Well, I have to take it because I don't have any damage blockers in my first right. So what it looks like is you get this shot. John Doe does still, you know, infection actively try to dodge. The bullet nicks him. He looks down, looks at, looks up at the officer, looks at Liana, and then prepares to just start fighting dudes in this alley, quickly switching to whatever combat pose feels most natural. The officer hands off initiative to soldiers. They have a hinder of minus two. So Berserkir, the soldiers, they are stunned as these men just twisted their guns. They hear the officer shout something in Arabic and they seem reluctant, but they try to flank you. They want to get between you and the other two. So they're gonna try to create a boost they create two bonuses for them. One is flanking, two, and the other is gonna be divide and conquer, plus two. Okay, and they hand off initiative to John Doe. Okay, well, I think I'm gonna try and use this big old boosty boost against them, whichever one they choose to use on defense, because... Oh, they did not lose anything on defense yet. I'm playing five-dimensional chess, Ludo, just because I'm bad at it. John Doe is going to start jumping around and using my renamed Here's Your Friend Back. I'm going to attack the officer using Leaping. Uh, They are lieutenants. Okay, fine. Well, then I'm going to attack one of the other two guys using Leaping, shoving them into the officer. So basically, yeah, you jump on them and you manage to hurt both of them, but not take them out. So what happens? So I think it's definitely John Doe starts jumping around and then does basically a flying drop kick that doesn't knock them over, but clearly discombobulates them because in the closes of the alley, they didn't really expect someone to be able to start bouncing around like a Super Bowl. Who do you end over initiative? Okay, then I'll pass it right to Liana. Liana turns to you, John Doe. Be careful, they, they said they want to capture both of us. They think they are both diplomats. Oh, uh, this is awkward. I don't really intend to get captured today, Liana. Yeah, me neither. And uh, she waves her hand and uh, a metallic sheen pops out from the long sleeves of her dress. And it makes a kind of uh, floating gauntlet with small sparks coming off it. And she strikes at the soldier that is still around between you and Berserkir. And she took out this soldier. She just gets hit with the power glove and uh, the power glove so bad that uh, just knock out just from the slightest touch. Diana gives you the initiative. One soldier and one officer left. Yeah. John Doe's going to turn and I'm going to try and knock out the officer. I'm going to use my super strength, my close combat, my status. And who are you attacking again? The officer. I get a six. Describe how you take them down. 
Um, so John Doe, once Liana says, you know, agrees that they're not going to be captured uh, and looks up at him because he's still jumping around at this point, drops down and using his back for the spring, just suddenly springs towards the officer. And it's definitely kind of terrifying because for that brief moment, John Doe is suddenly halfway across the alley and then in his face and just a real quick punch to the gut and then pivots and Berserkia, you got the other one, right? And I'm going to hand off to Berserkia. I'll just use my power strike, but instead of my uh, weapon, I'm just going to use my fist. Uh, that's a six. Yeah, and uh, you take down the last soldier. So tell me, what do you do? I think the soldier looks up at me and I just kind of bonk him on the head and he just collapses. Yeah, and fight is over. Should we take the, the officer with us? Liana turns towards both of you. They were calling Hassan al-Bakar a traitor against Iraq. These people, they are members of the Ba'ath Party. They are the government's armed forces. Oh, so we're dealing with a coup then. Okay. Wait, is that... that what, okay, so that's what a coup is. All right. Uh, does any of you try to make more sense of the context of this? I like to imagine that uh, Liana knows John Doe well enough that he get that he says that and gives her a look where she clearly knows he doesn't understand about ninety percent of that. So he kind of gives her a vacant eye, like, "Oh yeah, cool. That's what this." Is. <sighs> Liana just gets an exasperated sigh and. Uh, she turns her gauntlet, armlet, metal blades, and after contact pressing something, displays you some slides, which you don't know where they could be, because this is not like it is back home on System 4, on the Chinko. But uh, she shows you map of the region. So we are here on Iraq. That's the big block here. And after the revolution, the Ba'ath Party has ruled the country. And current leader is Hassan al-Bakar. However, most of the control of the party is under other people, other generals. And this is Syria. And he points to another big mess. This is the biggest cybernetic power in the region. Afez al-Assad has embraced the principles of cybernetics and has established working relations with the Yugoslavian branch. And you can see that uh, she has opinions, uh, apparently, either about al-Assad or what is happening. Now, there's a lot going on, including on Jordan and uh, including on Lebanon. And of course, there are the imperialist outposts near the coast. And the the key point here is that Hassan al-Bakar and Afez al-Assad, they are both members of the Ba'ath Party. They are both members of a pan-Islamic movement to create a big state that can control the interests of the resolutions and fight imperialism. And Hassan al-Bakar is an old man. He's gonna have handover power, either to democratic elections or to other members of the party. And uh, the current plan is to hand over control of Iraq to Hafez al-Assad, which means the creation of a single unified Arab state between Syria and Iraq. Are you following me? Yeah. Berserk here kind of like is stopping, thinking, oh, okay, I get it. The visual aids help, uh, at least for me. I don't know about Jokin, but they help me. Yeah. Now, these people, they are clearly nationalists. They consider handing over control of the Iraq territory an act of treason. And they are doing a coup against Hassan al-Bakar. That's bad. That's real bad. See, Jokin, I told you, wherever we go, interesting things happen. Yeah. Yeah, but but didn't you not get bad vibes about this coup? More than the usual bad vibes? I mean, I recognize the American woman who was uh, getting all the footage taken. So I, I had bad vibes pretty long. You do? Who is she? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Lydia Bellis, senator for Rhode Island, jogs the long ago part of my memory, which 80-20 chance she's a bad person. Also uh, is running for president, ran for president, uh, is convinced she's going to be the next president after Rockefeller. Mm. All good things. 
anyone that is willing to go after Rockefeller is going to be bad news. Yeah, she thinks she's the next Rockefeller. Uh, not Rockefeller, excuse me. John Doe slaps himself on that. She thinks she's the next General MacArthur, uh, like Stephen Corncob Pipe and everything. I mean, I don't know why she would, you know, want to take the role of one of the great mediocre generals of history. But, I mean, it's her choice. Well, all the American generals are mediocre at best. What else will she pick? I mean, Leona, you, you and I have had this discussion before. I, I There are a couple. Sorry, gotta, gotta get back on topic. You asked me something I knew. This is great. Better day. Berserker, you notice something. You can no longer hear the sound of gunshots. I look outside the alleyway. And you see that the crowds are coming back and uh, most of the people have been captured and they are stuck inside cars, tied with ropes, tied with uh, power cables. And uh, the senator is just... Uh, she just leans over and blows dust off her shoulder. And yeah, it seems the situation is controlled. And there are two camera crews now. And she is clearly moving to give some kind of press event or something. So her side's in control, right? Or is the, the, the coup side in control? I, I, I'm very confused about that. No, no, no. She beaten the coup. Okay. By herself. At least that's the impression given. Yeah. What do you tell to the others? Uh, it looks like the coup's over now. Or at least the coup on this street. I don't know about the other ones. Yeah, that's the one, Liana. That, there she is. Should uh, we go over and just ruin her press spot? I mean, we could. Yeah, what do we have to lose anyway? Hold on, uh, Joachim, you carry those two. I'll carry this one. Or do you want to carry this one, Liana? Yeah, I'll fine. Just let them hang. This whole thing is suspicious. I would rather not be seen uh, getting involved with beating bad party individuals and then cause problems between my section of the Cybernetic International and uh, the Syrian and Iraq section. And she gives this kind of stare like, dude, what if they actually unite and become the fourth pillar of cybernetics? Like, do you want to another amazing photo of you? Jondo looks back. So maybe we shouldn't go interrupt her press release and go get something actually done. Nah, I mean, uh, one thing is getting involved into a local affairs. Another thing is stopping whatever the Americans are done. That is always legitimate action that is not tampering over the interest of the local people. So I, I have to ask, Luna, what is, because John Doe does have principle of the team. He is officially a member of System 4. What is his identifier? Is it, I mean, I, I doubt it's a badge. You kind of mentioned the badge before. I think, uh, I know I did. I thought I said papers, but re-listening it was the badge. Yeah, I guess it's basically kind of like a passport or maybe some kind of key to something or some piece of machinery. Ooh. What do you think people anywhere in the world will see and think, oh, you are with the cybernetic? So I imagine it's actually a little bit of a combination of all of it done as like a neat little super science package that might run off the very first like solar batteries. It's a flat gray square that, depending on the button you hit, displays either your passport information, your system for membership information, all in like paper printout. But and it might even just be like stored internally and just displays it out the top. But it's something that like would be considered James Bond style tech by the rest of the world. But System 4 gives it to show off. These people are not to do terrible works in the shadows, but to show that these are people who are, you know, standing front and center. Yeah, a reminder that the existence of a government is to help people and uh, an invitation to can I help you? Right. Instead of a symbol of authority and stating that I'm taking over, I'm the boss here. So uh, John Doe's going to, I'll leave the gunshot wound. All right. Takes out his ID. Yogim uh, looked suitably intimidating. You're, you're already doing very well. But I'm kind of confused. Go ahead. What? What? I mean... 
Well, you, you think that the, the the United States Empire would not would want this, but yet we have a one fighting against the coup. Oh, uh, do you think that Israel could handle uh, a united bad party from sea to sea? She's got a point. I mean, plus, what's the most important thing to the American Empire is its optics. But that was oil. I mean, all right, second most important thing. Huh. Well, let's ruin those optics, shall we? Actually, you're right. Joachim, don't look intimidating. Look suitably. You're already doing it again. I'm used to being the muscly looking guy on the team. And now, I mean, all right. Yeah. And uh, you come back and you see that uh, they have turned the tank that was closing off the road. They have turned it over and turned it into a platform. And there is the American, the Rhode Island and uh, the Iraqi flag behind two persons as there is this circle around them and there is a bunch of diplomats and uh, journalists interviewing and uh, on the center you see Senator Bella, one of the secretaries that seems to be doing the translating to Arab and uh, you see next to her a man with with, uh, an impressive moustache and uh, you come as you hear Senator Bella this day, the forces that will not see peace and freedom rule over Iraq tried to seize control. But thankfully, we have a great man here, a man that knows what the Iraqi people and the world need. General Hussein here will always be a friend of America. And I am proud that I was able to assist him on fighting these rebels that would overthrow the will of the people these day. John Doe pushes his way, just like waving the system for ID. Excuse me, pardon me, uh, si- official system for representative. And uh, you can hear, cut the mic, cut the mic. Oh, oh, wait, you, you guys are going to cut the mic? Hold on, I'm going to jump and grab um, uh, and just like, uh, excuse me, uh, system for representative, I'd like to uh, dispute this report. <laughs> what is there to dispute from an international terrorist? Pardon me, Madam Senator, I will be right with you. Trying to think of how John Doe can go about disputing this. You know what? John Doe knows he's... I mean, John Doe knows he doesn't have the knowledge base. I'm actually going to take you guys live to an expert, and I'm going to hand Liana the microphone and then go to talk to the senator. The the microphone falls on Liana, and she's like, why are you doing this? And uh, she's she starts talking on Arabic, not pandering to the three Americans on the scene. And General Hussein is just gone. You just see him and his troops getting away as the moment as there are now rival superheroes in the scene. And uh, the senator is all smiles and says, No, Jack, why would you do that? Uh, I'm, first of all, Senator, it's nice to meet you. I'm John. John Doe. And I'm actually going to like stretch out a hand to meet her. Because uh, it was on my wish list. Yes, Joachim will do the same. And we'll. Uh, should we do a contest on this? Because I kind of want to do one to see who can. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess it's going to be a challenge on both sides. So it's. Uh, you do a challenge and she does a challenge. Uh, she's got an eight. So you have a six. Yeah, uh, you. So you can win this if you accept a twist. Is it a minor twist or a major twist? Minor twist. I foresee an omen and it's a dire fortune. I, I just f- get this feeling like this is going to go poorly if sh- if this person were to continue. Lydia ignores your stretched hand and sees the hand of Berserkir and uh, looks up at you like the only person that she has to do that for. And uh, she puts one hand to your upper arm as the other reaches to clasp you. And she gives you this strong handshake and you meet her. And you feel like you have to put in a lot of juice to do this and you tap into the spirits and you see her smile falter for a moment and then it's like you get a glitch in the world like the flow of the life of what was and what will be seem to avoid her 
and it's like there is this shadow which is clasping your hand and you get the hint of something much much bigger impossible bigger and for a moment you get the impression that you're not clasping a hand but uh, that it is like you are pinching a sun Cool. I think they'll try and kind of hold it, hold their reaction in, but kind of reveal a bit to where like John Doe could notice something went, something happened, but just not enough to where like the general public would notice. I think like the heroes would notice, but not the general public. And she laughs. She pulls out the other hand that was almost on your shoulder and she points at you. <laughs> This one's strong. They really don't make them like they do it on the north. Uh, Why cannot there be peace between your people and America? We could use people like you. Uh, and America hasn't shown much love for peace, in my opinion. Nonsense. When was the last time that two nations that had both McDonald's fought each other? Or is this the way of peace? I think they're still a bit too shaken up by the omen they saw. Really kind of think of a good comeback and like McDonald's. I've, I've yet to have McDonald's. Yeah, they don't have them on Chile. <laughs> He's looking to John Doe like, can you get me out of this? It's like something happened. It's like every instinct's telling them to just get the information out of this person but they don't really know how <laughs> like they want to take some time and like meditate or basically pray try and get a clearer answer from the gods yokim why don't you go back up liana for a moment madam senator yes jack Luna, i hate to ask does her calling me jack seem to be a rudeness thing or something else entirely Again, it's that feeling that you got from before that uh, it's activating something, but at the same time, you cannot accept whatever is activating and reality. And whenever she says Jack, it just hits harder. There is no concrete memories. It seems like they are coming, but your brain rejects them. Madam Senator, I'm not really sure what your official or unofficial goals are here, but um, to put it bluntly, I would much appreciate you them not pursuing. You have much proceed. Uh, that's we're gonna play that entirely in character. John Doe is very nervous. I would much appreciate you not pursuing them, especially in a way that can get lots of people hurt, including me. Now, my dear American, what I do, I do for all my countrymen, even those that have turned terrorists, for you will have your day in court. Oh. I am here as a representative of the American government to support our friend and allies, in particular Saddam Hussein and the Shah of Iran. Why would I not continue my travails? Pray, how does a terrorist institution like the so-called Chilean cybernetic dare say more than the government elected by the American people? John Doe kind of, he does get a little, <laughs> Madam Senator, I mean, we want to talk about real American values. I always heard, I mean, not growing up, I, but uh, everywhere I went that nothing was more American than resisting tyranny. So I'd watch who you're calling the real American. But I, this conversation isn't going to go anywhere, Madam Senator. I wish you good luck, and I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of each other. Oh, this conversation is going places all right, Jack. I know a thing or two about a promo when I see one. And she unbuttons her suit and lets it slip over her shoulders. And you hear from one of the assistants, you see her muscle back as the goat falls down. Now, you're a terrorist. I am the American Kaisering. It is only proper that you face me in the ring. Dun, dun, dun. God damn it. John is going to put his extra hand, the hand not holding his ID. He's going to actually put the ID away, put both of his hands in his pockets. Madam Senator, I'm not going to fight you. Too bad. Get the camera rolling. And she snaps her fingers and suddenly she is gone. Now, as we set up the scene, tell me, John Doe, what's the thing that you hate the most about fighting a speedster? 
Oh, well, that's easy. See, John Doe is very much, I mean, he knows dozens of different martial arts styles, but uh, the problem with most martial arts styles is you have to send a signal from your brain to your hands quick enough to react to stimulus. John Doe is very good at his intuition. He knows where the attack is coming from, but unfortunately his brain is not sometimes fast enough to react to the stimulus he knows is coming. So he has that awful dreadful moment of, I'm going to get hit in the gut and there's nothing I can do about it. Whenever fighting speedsters. And uh, Berserkir, you feel a bit shaken about what is happening. What do you feel that this fight could give you back some sense of control and restore some confidence? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be in this fight too? We're going to be... Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking this was going to be mano a mano, but I think just the, the, the thrill of defeating a powerful opponent would do it. Like, apparently she's strong and fast. <laughs> oh, boy. The senator goes first, and yeah, she's a speedster. So she darts around the place, and uh, she starts the opening strike, and she gathers speed, and then climbs a nearby building, and then fully carried with the momentum, she pushes so that she lands and punches the ground right in the middle. Well, no, punches the tank in which you are standing. There are 11 damage that is incoming to each of you as the tank explodes, and you are both Hindered for minus three as tank to the face explosion minus three. How do we defend again? You can use a defense action or you can use a hit the deck. Uh, hit the deck. 11 damage would put me mid yellow. Yeah, she's a monster. I'd, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna hit the deck. Yeah, for like, even with my damage reduction, that's 10 damage coming at me still. Okay, uh, the problem is uh, you are hindered, so that will be a one and a two. <laughs> she punches her way into the emo of the tank, and there's just this explosion, and uh, then as the smoke clears away, you see the senator standing around, her clothes charred. You can hear from the back, as the senatorial staff, the three of them, stand in poor ecstasies at the glory that is Senator Bella. And uh, how are things looking for our pulse? I just hit yellow. <laughs> yeah, I just hit yellow. I'm I'm deep in yellow. Um, so, I, and I hate to remind you about this, Ludo, because what minor twists are you giving us? Yeah. So let's see if we have any testing ID. Ba, 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 ba. I think Berserker has to show, reveal a secret. That's what I propose. Okay. And uh, the thing is, Liana is still within range. So you must decide if you shove Liana aside or if you try to protect any bystanders that might be there for John Doe. Liana would want me to protect the bystanders. John Doe is going to choose to protect the bystanders. He hates this choice. Yeah, and uh, so as the smoke clears and uh, she stands there dominating powerful, the returned hero of America, what is happening to both of you? Uh, I really don't know what's... Uh, I think the only secret I can reveal is the secret of my transformation. But uh, uh, yeah... Alternatively, you can reveal a weakness, something that you cannot, that there is some power in her that you cannot do anything about. What is it? Why is it working so well? I think she's, uh, since she's a speedster, she's fast. Like, John Doe can, can at least see her, but Berserkier is just like his, he's, they're basically a powerhouse. They're not one to fight, but he, they can barely see her move. 
And there is something really odd about that. It's like, you are very good with tactics, you are great at fighting, so you are used to fighting in the dark or fighting things of different size, but there is some weirdness going on. Something about the way that she moves, you try to predict where she's gonna be next, and there's something off about that, and you still cannot figure out exactly what is going on, but every neuron in your body is flaring, alerting you that watch out, there's something really, really wrong here if you don't figure this out. And, um, and John Doe, you manage to hold the armor of the tank containing most of the debris and chart from raining down over bystanders. But behind you, you can see that the blast of the explosion has struck Diana and she's now lying unconscious and you don't know how serious it is because she was just talking to the people. She was not expecting this impromptu fighting that the senator started. John Doe, as soon as the explosion is clear, uh, let's go of the piece of armor. John Doe is also pretty badly burned and pretty badly cut up. And uh, as, as previously described, as John Doe gets more hurt, he gets quieter, less jokey, more focused. John Doe is getting down to a much smaller fighting position and just staring at the senator. Daria, did you catch it up? Yes, 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 Senator. Yes, yes, we got everything. And Senator points a finger at you. Jack, stay down. Passing the action to me. Yes, figurative and literal. She's also saying, let's end this here. I have never been more torn over what to do with John Doe in my entire life. Because on one hand, the smart thing to do is absolutely pull away and we can always come back for another one. The fucking thing that whips to do would be to rock her fucking world. Is there any way that this fight continues that doesn't make System 4 look like a bunch of chump? Final question. I mean, she's an absolute monster. You know what? The cameras are still rolling, right? Yeah, that is still recording. And now, obviously, to build dramatic tension in true fucking wrestling status, they've got to be focused right upon John Doe's face. And uh, so John Doe is genuinely going to drop out of fighting stance and walk slowly. But they keep that camera on him because they're not sure what he's going to do next. And then he's going to very carefully pick up Liana. Berserk here. Let's go. We don't need to hurt any more innocent people caught in the crossfire. Uh, if you say so. One minute, Jack. Alexandra, may you make the call? It was not my intention to disturb such youthful flower. Let uh, me do everything in my power to get her the best healthcare that can be found. I do believe you've done enough, Madam Senator. Jack, don't think about your pride. Think about your friend. Ludo, quick question. John would know, but I don't. Is there a... Is there like a system for like, because we have diplomats here and we always expect a problem. Is there a place that I know where I can take her to get good medical treatment? In Iraq that you know, I guess if you brought her to the University of Baghdad, you probably could get it. Can't trust the Americans to do fucking anything. Especially medical. Well, that's the thing, is that they are only paying the bill. It will probably be the Iraqis doing this. I say yes, it once again puts us in a weird position. I am an official member of System 4, and that's what this is. This is an attempt by her to put System 4 in a weird position. Yes. So yeah, I mean, uh, once again, Madam Senator, you're off. I am grateful for your offer, but trust me, you've done enough. I can find, System 4 can find the, its people. Can it at least let my people drive you around? Denise, take the car. You know what? If we're just driving to the University of Baghdad, I don't mind that slight show of gratitude. So John does just thank you, Madam Senator. Okay, and you see Denise, and uh, it's a small Asian-American woman. She seems genuinely worried after the state that Leanne is in, and she volunteers to do some first aid. John Doe is, we have covered that he knows first aid, he knows soldiers first aid, you know. So John Doe, just I can perform first aid, just drive. 
Oh, yes, uh, please. And she opens the glove compartment and pulls out the kit and gives it to you. And he, the three of you, you get into the back and uh, you are in the armored car of Senator Lydia Bella from Rhode Island. You can see a plenty of folders there. You can put the window up if you don't feel like talking with Denise. And yeah, uh, let's have a short montage on the way to the um, university. So the first thing John Doe does is say out loud so that everyone knows the score. Just So Denise, um, how heavily bugged and monitored is the back of this vehicle? Oh, this is the senator's vehicle. This may be the only place that does not have bugs. Joachim shrubs. <laughs> so yeah, he's going to... Joachim, how are you holding up? That was, uh, something's odd. Something's very, very odd. That is, they don't know how to put this because they want to say unnatural superpowers. Like, but that's like superpowers are already unnatural in themselves for the most part. But that's like the best way they can put it. There's something wrong with their powers. It's not normal powers like ours. To be fair, I can't account much for my origin. Hey, Denise, I'm sure you had to have been given the rundown as she's your senator and you're her hype team. Where did our senator pick up that cocktail of tricks? I mean, Senator Bella is an impressive woman. I mean, she served on the military. She was Air Force, I think. She was a wrestler for uh, uh, 10 years or so. And uh, you saw her, she's just amazing. So what you're saying is they didn't disclose where she got her powers to you in a press kit? Well, probably during the military. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, very voluntaries and... Uh, Yukim, I'm not disinclined. Her powers are not that odd. There are, uh, what, 10 speedsters just in America? 10 and I fought four of them now. Yeah, that's, uh, Joachim, we'll put a pin in that. I don't think you're wrong, though. I mean, we have a speedster gap. Just uh, the USSR, they have 18 speedsters and uh, China has another 26. Like, we are lagging behind. You know, there's a joke about running away from things, but I'm too classy to make it. But, Joachim, I think I get where you're coming from. We'll have to make some calls. Is there a phone in this? <laughs> I'm just checking. I don't know if car phones were invented yet. No, no, no car phone. No, no, no. Yeah, like, you have the quantum telex machines, that, which are uh, the closest thing that you have it, and uh, you have one to communicate with the rest of uh, the Cybernetic International. Well, a specific number of other quantum entangled telex machines. Yeah, we'll have to send a quick call out when we're uh, done seeing Deliana. How far are we from the university? Oh, a couple of kilometers. Yeah, and our phones weren't that secure back in the day. I, I had a teacher who would listen in on the like the I-405 or the I-5. And down in California, it's like the people list ca- talking on their cell phones on an old FM scanner. <laughs> yeah, but you have literally quantum entangled the likes listening. I know, I know, I know. I just, I just like, as I said that, I just remembered that. Uh, totally out of character. This car is absolutely bugged. Uh, the fact that it is a senator's car means it is probably double bug. It's probably all CIA, but... Yeah. Yeah, but the telex machine is text. I know, but do we? I didn't think we could carry it with us. I thought they weren't easily portable. That's true, they are not. That's Otherwise, I would just be typing it out. But also, I don't think an explosion would have been very good for anything with the phrase quantum entangled in it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about no quantum entanglement, but... Well, nobody does. This is why they have not been uh, hacked by the imperialist powers yet. And I don't want to mention them because then I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> John Doe dumb, but street smart. You ask John Doe what a book is, he'll get confused. But you want him to explain to you how bugging works, you can probably relay it like, step by step. <laughs> <laughs> God, we are so lost without Highway Man. All the folders, all the stuff of the senator and her team is just laying around in the backseat with you. John Doe is going to just casually pick a couple up and flip through them. Without even pulling the, the thingamajig, the separator between the back and the knees. See, I'm very torn on this because on one hand, I know we probably should. But on the distinct other hand, she's going to assume we flipped through them anyway. 
Yeah. Unless she's really dumb. Like, she's evil, but I don't think she's evil in the way where she wouldn't believe that we're just going to flip through these. Like, I think she wants us to flip through them because, like, the aides would have cleared this out if they were all, like, super classified stuff before we got in. Like, that, that would be force of habit. Oh, yeah, here, boss, let me get this classified information out. Let me throw all this in the front seat with me. Yeah, exactly. So Before we flip through them, I'm going to... Berserk here. Before we go any further, as an important note... Excuse me, he doesn't call him Berserk. Yeah, he's as Berserk here. Pardon. Berserk here, as an important note, sometimes if I read things that remind me of the time before I can remember stuff, I pass out. Don't worry, I usually wake right up. Okay. Denise? Yes? Are you under orders to leave these out here, or... I mean, you, you can... You, I, I don't necessarily trust you to tell me the whole truth, but... Uh-huh. What's with these documents? You cannot see everything, but from what you see from her looking on the back mirror, you can get the hint of uh, an embarrassed blush. The senator can be quite messy. Ah, Alexandra will be quite mad if she finds out that this is like. Okay, Denise. Denise, if you ever want a job with the other side, you know, just give us a call. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna roll the thing up and just do a quick scan of the titles and see if there's anything that seems relevant. Okay, uh, time to do a challenge. Oh no. So do, yeah. Do I have any principle that applies? I'm gonna make a weird argument here, Ludo, and you can absolutely say no. I'm gonna use principle of amnesia. Ha- code names mean nothing to John Depp because he doesn't understand their meaningness, their meaningfulness. So he's going to look and just grab the one that to him looks the most important, which deals with obfuscating code names. Okay. And uh, what is Brother Gear doing during this? Probably just watching. I'm not sure they know how to read English yet. Probably at a very elementary level. Are you trying something to boost them? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think of that. A four, so that will be a plus two. So what are exactly you doing using your knowledge of story to make things easier for uh, John Doe? Probably like, oh, that's a reference to this ruler at this point. So it probably means this ruler at that point or or stuff like that. Like just bouncing off ideas of uh, what the code names could mean. Okay. And uh, so you are trying to give him context. I got a seven. You flip through a lot of stuff and uh, you see many different code names. You see code name to Luriku Mega. You see code name Evil Against Even. You see code name Sherodrome. You see code name Sargon. You see a massive folder on the Abyssian dust and uh, you feel attracted to it. Berserkir, and you hand it over to Jando. And Jando, you you see many names. You see Hamid Parsani. You see Tristan Alvandodotter. You see Felix Witari. And finally, you see Ketan Giles Jackson West. And you get that name, and you remember a mission in a train across the Siberian wasteland. And you are running around taking out KGB agents, and you are wearing a suit and next to you is another CIA agent. And as you are going to be hit from the back with a machine gun, he knocks the man down and extends you a hand. So John looks at this file, has that flashback, and I think as he reaches his hand up to take the CIA agent's hand in the dr- in the in the memory, in the dream, in the vision, he reaches out in the limo to take someone's hand. But he reaches out in the dream to take someone's hand, the vision, the memory, and in the real world he does the same. Why? Why is he doing this? It's like he knows. How does the dog know? Uh, but so, as he stretches his hand out in the real world, he kind of shakes off and just, well, that's not very comforting. Hey, Joachim. Yeah? Got a weird question for you. Uh, what was that name that ended in daughter? I didn't have a chance to write it down, Ludo. A Christian Alvin daughter. That one sounds very... Uh, Joachim, do you know a Kristen Alvin daughter? Wow. Do you Norsemen all know each other? Yeah. <laughs> Look, that that's fair. I might. Let's fight. I'm sorry. I had a flash. I had a flashback of fighting Norseman riding on fighting Norseman riding Velociraptors. It seems like it would fit. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Do I know them? I mean, uh, not really. No. But uh, you get the idea that uh, you knew of a, a supposed line of sorcerers. And you think that this might be it. Okay. Heard of a line of sorcerers, possibly. Shrugs. Well, Joachim, I do believe you're here for a momentous occasion in my life. My first name is Giles. Why the hell was she talking calling you Jack? My middle name's Jackson. And if I had the first name Giles, I'd go by Jack too. Okay, so do we call you John, Jack, or Giles? I'm not Jack anymore. Call me call me John. Okay, okay. Just checking. I'm not sure who I am now, but I'm going to... The center is going to assume we looked through these files anyway. Should I just take this one or just tear off the names portion to keep? That seems like a you decision. That's. I'm thinking out loud. I'm keeping. I'm going to drop the uh, the view screen. Well, leaving it where I'm going to grab it when I can get out, but not, you know, obviously. going to do a real discreet. Put that down, drop the view screen. So, uh, Denise. Yeah? How'd you get into this line of work? Uh, I was in the army. I came out of the army. There are not many jobs. I went to a wrestling match. The senator was there. Well, she was not the senator back then. And uh, I went to meet her after the event. And uh, we ended up hitting off. And uh, when she was going to run for governor of New York, she told me if I wanted to move with her. Well, I'm sure you at least have an interesting job. That's what I like about mine. Yeah, and uh, you cut back to the medical department of the University of Baghdad, and uh, you see Lance Flair coming, uh, sweating bullets, and uh, he, he turns to the both of you. What has happened? Why is Leanna hurt? I believe in Madam Senator's preferred lingo. It was what they call a squash match. She dive-bombed a tank full of ammunition that I happened to be standing on, Leanna happened to be standing near. Wait, what, Madam Senator? Oh, what is going on? Uh, Senator Lydia Bella, uh, there, and I'm gonna fill him in. And he's like, there's not the kind of things that I have on my monitor. I don't care about idiotic, hegemonic stuff. I have better things to think. And he listens carefully. Well, she looks like trouble. You also are not looking quite good yourselves. Yeah, uh, explosion close up. Uh, some of us don't have energy projection, Led Slayer. I'd have to get by on a stunning set of good looks and a mean martial art. It's almost like Berserk here got it all. Well, whatever she's doing here, it's none of your business, you know? Liana was worried it might be in our business. Well, if the Pakistani cyborgs, they think that they it's their business, they are afraid to do it ourselves, but I will not recommend you get involved. That's fair, Lenslayer, understood, but Liana's a good friend, and if she thought it was going to be our sort of thing, I'm a little obligated. And to be honest, I wasn't expecting an uh, exploding tank. That's the problem, isn't it, Chondo? You and the highwaymen were also not expecting the Russian and American delegation on the corridor on the resort in the Alps, were you? No, I also wasn't expecting to find out that a U.S. senator is a speedster in addition to being the three-time heavyweight champion. And I wasn't expecting to get a good peek at her files. And so I don't really expect much, so always an event. You can see that uh, Patrice Jure is pretty disappointed on you. I mean, it makes me feel better. I, uh, I mentioned the possible violent coup stuff, right? Thought I did. No. And, and he's like, you know that we must respect local self-determination, right? Oh, we did. We did. I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely do respect local self-determination. You know that. But I also thought we were supposed to make sure that that local self-determination wasn't being interfered with by American imperialism, such as the fact that our sen my senator friend was apparently getting kissy-faced with a local general. Oh. Uh, Hussein... Saddam? Yeah, General Saddam Hussein. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was the name. Yeah. Mustache. And uh, Lance Flair closes the door. Saddam Hussein is bad news. Well, our American senator was naming him a long, an eternal friend of America's. The man is the corrupt heart of Iraq. 
He has fingers on every pie. He controls everything. I will say 90% of the forces are loyal to him and 80% of the economy and state facilities follow him directly instead of the bad party, which he commands alongside as an avocar. So what you're saying is the fact that uh, the senator from Rhode Island, whose dreams of presidency hinge on certain things happening, standing with him on a tank and waving the American flag behind him might be bad? You don't get it. It's more than bad. He's already a strong man that already effectively controls the country. If the Americans are openly lending him support and swearing vows of friendship, they are basically giving him the go-ahead to take over the country, either after Hassan Abakar steps down or dies, or they might force the issue. But why would they try to, to do this? What... I mean, the man already controls the country from the shadows. Why will they not continue to operate this business? Why are they bringing this butcher to the front lines? Do you have, uh, is your telex around? Yeah, sure. Now, Ludo, you're going to, I know we've gone over this, but uh, you have to remember my brain is as smooth as it can possibly be. Can I pull up my telex information on someone else's telex? You can, because you're assessing the same database on Chile. Right. It's just what is alerted to us is very dependent on... Right. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's not... Uh, that's the thing, because your telex cannot show you information. So basically, you're going to request a printout. So you don't have your custom-made slides that you have on your workstation. Well, I'm going to request a printout for Lensflare about people visiting of people from uh, the mining corporation disguised as a country, as it was so elegantly put, and <laughs> America and a couple of other places leaving and returning different. And as soon as it prints out, I'm going to tear it in like, Lensflare, shot in the dark. You think that might be connected to this? And uh, he says, huh, I need to introduce you to someone. We are actually in luck because they are the ones taking care of Lyanna. Well, I wish I was wearing a clean shirt to meet them, but... And uh, he turns around. Can you ask Dr. Basur to join us? And uh, a bald man on his 50s come in, and uh, he is a short, bulky guy, but he has this jaded, determined expression, but an easy smile. I'm Elind Basur. I am a, a doctor on uh, Urji Duyuna. I'm here, well, I'm here because I heard that fellow cybernetic socialists were on the country and I definitely would not step on, uh, on an opportunity to me meet Professor Dr. Touré. After all, he's one of the most renowned researchers. I'm going to extend my hand just Dr. Bashir's pleasure, John Doe. And uh, Lance Flair waves towards you. So Dr. Bashir here. He lives on a community with uh, a mostly Kurdish population, and uh, they are one of the DOS. So they are one of the local agents of the Cybernetic International. So they are basically local voice that calls for help. And uh, after he clarifies that, continues. And uh, we have received a report from Dr. Bashir that uh, there are worrisome happening on his town that uh, they felt that uh, only the international I, I keep it to, to lead. But why don't you share what you found with, uh, with him and he can explain that. So I'm going to share what I found, go over the events of the day and then just cover it all, except for the unpleasant revelations about my past. Hmm, that is worrisome, Alien states. There have been plenty of disappearances in Igduna. Now, you, as you expect, a Kurd like me will not uh, ask the government to do those things. They might be even the ones responsible for those same encounters and disappearances. But uh, some of the people that have been disappearing, they are also oil executives. There is a small oil operation in the town that uh, it is an operation from North City Island Oil, which is a company that has their base in Shamelin Chira and uh, they are basically the ones that seem to be reporting most missing people and this has been happening ever since the archaeological site has been open. Wait, 
an archaeological site. Yes. Who opened it? Well, University of Baghdad archaeological team. That was two years ago. They have not been doing any work for a while there, but uh, yeah, that's basically why I was coming here. I, I was trying to see if they had uh, learned anything. And of course, as soon as I got here and I found out that uh, you will be coming here the next week, I stuck around Baghdad and tried to, to get a more complete report. But uh, things are not looking good in your good urine no. Uh, something something is rotten in Denmark. Beat me to it. Yokim, do they have that expression where you're from? Uh no, but I was that's why I didn't say it. John Doe doesn't even do that. It, that is a fully in character little like they have that little giggle. Doctor, I mean, I think I should probably do some light investigating into that. Unless Lens Failure, do you have a counterpoint? No, he's letting you handle this. He's letting you treat this as official chinko affair because you know, on his eyes, this is being done properly. There is someone, a DOS from the local community that is asking you with a specific issue that they cannot handle. And on the terms, this is exactly what they expect from you. So they are letting you do this without being prompted. One last question, doctor, before we go, I'll look into this matter. How's Liana doing? She's doing fine. It, it was mostly the shock, and uh, it's a good thing that she has plenty of systems to absorb that. Uh, she looks like she has been living a pretty rough life. Uh, is everything right with her? As far as other things, it's just been hard out in Pakistan. Oh, you don't need to say anything else. It's and John Doe definitely, like, when he says that, looks really, like, ashamed. Let me leave her a note and we can leave as soon as possible. I'd just like to stop somewhere to change out of uh, these battered and bloody clothes. I'll take I'll take care of her. You you have to go. The doctor will take you. So, Lance Filler. All right. So, you can do a, a montage action, each of you. So, you can either recover health, help another character recover health, or get a boost for the next scene. I think I should probably recover health. I'm going to go for a boost. So do I just do power quality status? First, tell me what you are doing to getting ready for the next challenge. I think they are focusing on their weapon with and the possible magical uh, implications of these archaeological ruins, because, of course, ancient magic is going to be a thing. And yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're just going to kind of inwardly focus Ah, so that's a boost of plus three, right? Yeah. So what do you name this boost? I'm going to say uh, Omen of plus three. Just they're getting a feeling about this and they, they're, they're going to expect something happening. What is John Doe doing? John Doe is going to stop before he gets on nice clean clothes and actively get his like open wounds bandaged, throw some salve on his burns and just try to heal up a little. We get to you being back in the road, and uh, instead of the luxurious armored car, the three of you are in the doctor's track, and uh, you are all three tight in the front, and only three seated at the front as Elind drives you to Brigidiona. You know, Joachim, this is the second time we've been in a desert in as many months. I'm beginning to like them. They are quite beautiful, despite their barrenness. Oh, there's nothing barren about the desert. It's full of life. It's just a different life. It is. I mean, never spent so much time in them until the past couple of months, but I do think they're growing on me. It'll be a shame to desert them. <laughs> I thought you also had desserts back on Chile. That's the last one we were in. I mean, both of you are Chilean, right? Uh, I'm I'm American by birth. Uh, island off the northern Europe. Somewhere in the North Sea. I uh, I countered deserts when I was wandering around America. I ended up in the Painted Desert, but it was nothing like this. Technically, I... I, I they actually only... The, I'm sorry, Joachim. I, I, yeah, I've only seen the tundra, which is uh, quite barren in itself. Much like this, only much colder. I've never seen a tundra. Hmm. I spent all my life here. There's never shortage of work going between villages. There are not many doctors. Things we're expecting to get better after the revolution. They never do. But I mean, being a doctor at least is it's it's got to be good work, right? You got to you enjoy it. I will not have anything else in my life. <laughs> So the way I'm imagining this is like I, I'm in the back of the truck, like putting my head through the back window. 
No, no, no. There are no back seats. There are the three seats on the front. Yeah, but there's a bed, isn't there? Like a truck bed? No. No, no, no. Oh, so... Oh, never mind. (laughs) So we're all stuck, very squished. An experience I know well. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They all get squished in a truck seat. Yep, yep. I hate it. <laughs> oh, and John Doe just very calmly just, you know, I think I would probably enjoy the sightseeing a little more if only I wasn't sweating from this lovely combination of the desert air and Joachim's massive arms on. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Doc? I don't know. You are the specialist. What is your idea? What are you going to do? I'm Honestly, I've never seen a superhero. Doc, I'm gonna disappoint you. Uh, the big guy's got all the all the cool powers. I, I mean, I got some neat tricks I could do. I could. Uh, I think if uh, we participate in the Olympics, I'd probably take home the long jump. And well, I can tell. What's a random fact that like isn't obvious about the doctor, but I can tell because of my ridiculously high intuition. You see the track and realize that the, the doctor's not really only a doctor, but uh, he seems to have the markings of someone that was a guerrilla fighter or is a guerrilla fighter. And uh, the way that he spoke about the revolution, it's like he supported it. You get the feeling and he kind of regrets it. And, you know, so I can, I probably would win the long jump. And, uh, well, I'm willing to bet you were a guerrilla fighter during the revolution and you were a proud supporter of it. Now you're a little heartbroken as to how it turned out. I, you can say that. I can tell it because of uh, the, some of the things about your truck. I mean, I got a couple other fun tricks, but mostly I'm just, uh, I'm pretty good in a fight. Well, I I admit I'm not that impressed because I'm someone that is a dose and that when there was a problem with people disappearing, I contacted some people in Chile instead of my own government. I think it goes without saying that I probably don't have much high regard for it. But you're right. Uh, I fought in the revolution and all we seem to have got is to put someone like Saddam in control of the country and my people are the ones buying the prices they always seem to be. I don't have any cool powers like Lens Flare or Joachim here who's got some really cool tricks but we don't want to show you in a car they're a little explosive. You probably like Johnny he's my regular uh, team up guy but he's the smartest guy I know and not in that way that like lots of people say that but genuinely like explain to me how you can build a rocket out of like five paper clips a bottle of soda and some chemicals you find under a sink. I keep forgetting like MacGyver's not a thing yet. So we're going to the archaeological site or the village? Both. We're heading into the village and there's just a bunch of long shadows and it's kind of got that eerie vibe to it. Like this town has trouble. Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Raid. Joaquin Jarv, aka Berserkir, is played by Brent Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlachter. They can be found at SGCADelaysec on Instagram and YoungSpaceDead on Twitter. They are largely impressive. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at JudgeTheBarbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll, where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettil and more of her stuff as Agonizing Crimson at Itchio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast because a friend told us about it.